Yeah, I mean, Weird Al's easily one of the top five live concerts I've ever seen. Uh, he has famously said that uh, he has more wardrobe changes than like someone like Britney Spears. And like, they played fat. He came out like in the fat suit. Oh, jeez. Like the like, you know, like, you know how, um, I don't know why I'm asking half the time. But, uh, <laughs> you know how um, the, like, the Buckles black suit from uh, Michael Jackson's bad? Yes. Well, it's like that, but like, Fat. Yeah, it's like Nutty Professor style. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and like, he comes out like in the fat suit. Like, at one point he did, I, I, don't, I don't remember if it was The Night Santa Went Crazy or Christmas at Ground Zero, but it was one of the Christmas songs, and like, Santa came out, and he literally like, kicks him off the stage, like, like kicks the shit out of him and just like, rolls him off the stage. <laughs> and it was set up like, um, like a turntable with a wall, mm-hmm. so that he, like, it would spin, so he'd be able to like, do a really quick like, costume change and like, go into the next song. And he played, like, parodies that were, um, like, he would never release them. Um, it was, like, just quick little, like, uh, he did um, the Friends theme, whatever. It's the I'll Be There For You yeah. by the Somebodies. Um, that's not the accurate. Uh, the Rembrandts? That sounds right. And uh, and it was, like, I'll repair for you when your roof starts to fall. I'll repair. And, like, he would do, like, you know, like a couple bars of it and then, yeah. like, go into, like, whatever, fat or, or not fat, that's a bad example, or whatever song. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that you'd hear, like, parodies of these, like, I couldn't think of the whole song, but, like... There's a couple bars. Yeah. And he did this thing where, um, way before the internet, and maybe the, like, right around the birth of the internet, like, widespread internet, where he would take these, like, interviews with people, like, and Madonna's the one I remember, but, like, Madonna, Paul McCartney, like, huge icons. And he would, like, edit them so that he was interviewing them, but obviously, like, they weren't in the same room, it wasn't even the same. Yeah. But he was, like... We'd interview him, and of course, their answers would make, like, make no sense. Um, and then, like, I just remember the one where, like, Madonna just, like, looks at him and goes, Are you, do you find me sexually attractive? And he's like, she's like, yes. And he's like, <laughs> do you want to make love to me? And she goes, yes. He goes, can I have half your money when we're done? Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it was, like, cut in a way that, like, yeah, dude, it was so funny. Um, and I think we're already recording. Yes, yep. by the looks of it. So, welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd. I vomit. I mean, about nerd stuff. I mean, I vomit as well, but I try not to. I mean, it's a natural human reaction. Well, it's a boarding of food baby is what I call it. Yeah. But, um, and joined with me is my uh, co-vomiting nerd, uh, Christina. What up, nerds? That was sweaty. Yeah, it's just a little bit. That's not your usual. But so, today's topics are a little rough. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to open with some bummers. Because um, it is 2020, so, I mean, that's pretty much on brand. We didn't talk about it last week, and I, I posted the whole like the whole stinger that you know we weren't being rude, we weren't you know glossing over it. It hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman. That sucks. That was and a rough one. It came out of nowhere, seemingly, even though he had been fighting colon cancer for four fucking years. And he looked fine in the Black Panther movie, and then all of a sudden, just dead. it was to the point where like he had like some kind of like physical training. To like start like Black Panther two, like within like a couple weeks, like from now, yeah. like he expected to like beat this, excuse me, beat this thing. Yeah. Um, and it just it reminded me a lot of in 2016 or the year of celebrity deaths, Alan Rickman and David Bowie, who had been quietly fighting cancer, but no one knew except for their yep. family, and all of a sudden it was like, oh my god, like Alan Rickman just had cancer. Oh wait. David Bowie just, or whatever order they yeah but like then it just it seems like blindside the world except for you know obviously their, their families yeah um, well I would hope their families would know I mean well yeah but I mean even still like he was fighting it so hard like and like James Gunn didn't know like Robert Downey Jr. didn't know like yeah what, like and these are people that like they spend, he worked alongside with they spent and... months months yeah on stuff like you know Endgame and Infinity War and and all this. Yeah. Um, that it was just a, a, just a shock, and I mean, he'll always be known as Black Panther. He's in other stuff like Marshall. Yeah. I'm not discounting his, his dramatic stuff. But his biggest one that made an impact on it, a lot well, of people was it was like he, newer. He, he was a racial like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was like, so you go like, well, who else? Like, what other black superhero has been in cinema? Okay, Blade and Blank Man. Yeah. These are not role models. You know, whereas 
Black Panther was, and it was like, it, it said, hey, black people, African Americans, you can be a superhero too. And it sucks that it took into like, what, the late yeah. 2000s for that to be a thing, but, but to become an international icon because of that is, yeah. to, to become an ambassador for a race and a cultural touchstone like the Avengers and superheroes and all that, fan fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he will be, of Dearly course, man. missed. Um, he was great. I mean, I remember with all this, you know, all the feeds and videos that are popping up from his death, mm-hmm. that when he first started, he played a character, I think, on a, a, a sitcom. I didn't get the whole thing of it. I just got kind of his little interview about it and how he said he was graduating from college because he was in a gown. Which Denzel Washington paid for. Yeah. But he was talking about how his very first job, he was playing like a stereotypical, you know, African-American who was like, you know, drug mother, dad's out of the picture. And he's like, what? So they, he was, did such a good job that he went into the producers and they had his resume and they held it in the, the drawer. Like, so we expect good things from you. And they're like, if you need anything, let us know. And he's like, that's when he asked about like, so where's the mom for this character? Oh, well, she's a drug addict. Where's the dad? Oh, he's not around. Kind of that stereotypical stuff. And then they fired him the next day because he asked these like questions. Well, he wanted to like have a fleshed out and like not yeah. stereotypical. I mean, it's like... You know, I'm trying to think of like a really good example, but like mostly like uh, stuff with like Asians, or something like with a like, Ghost in the Shell where they got kind of whitewashed, where it's like, and the the main characters shouldn't be like two dimensional. Shouldn't be like okay, any black guy can or any black actor can be this character because yeah. you don't need to like have emotion behind it because it's just like stereotypical like oh he's probably gonna do crack or something. Yeah. Uh, but probably is was playing Reggie Porter on All My Children. Probably. It says recurring role. Um, and he broke that contract because of a lot of that. Good and for him. Go. And he was on Fringe. Oh. Yeah, he was on an episode of Fringe. And Castle. Yeah, on Castle? Yeah, he was on oh. one episode of Castle. They Chuck Russell. Okay. On the episode Poof, You're Dead. I'm assuming his character, like, they're not going to like call a gay Same. person Poof, so that's Yeah. Horrible. I remember seeing another video where he was... You know, it's like tidbits that people are yeah, starting yeah. to post, but he was like either calling or FaceTiming somebody and he'd lost a lot of weight. And I saw comments that people were like ridiculing, like, oh, he's losing a lot of weight for his next role. And it's, it it's was, sad it, that it, that's it that. cancer. Well, but, but I mean, when you find people like Christian Bale that like lose a shit ton of weight to be in the machinist yeah, or, or like. What was the guy that played the new Joker? He, uh, um, Jared Leto. Yeah, he'd lost a lot too. Oh no, he no, he, that was um he I lost he lost all that weight for him and um um Matthew uh, McConaughey lost all that weight for Dallas Buyers Club. Gotcha. I'm talking about like the newest Joker movie that came out, right? Oh oh oh, oh yeah that, that right. one. Uh, um um uh, uh, Phoenix. Um, yeah, he's been in a lot of other. King Phoenix. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. God, that was disturbing. And then, what's funny like, is that Like, the machine is disturbing. Watched that, and then I'd watch The Gladiator. Like, I saw a scene with him, was like, Whoa. Well, that's, yeah. I know they're different, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like, how yeah, much... Yeah. Which I can see why they make those comments, too, but it's sad that the culture now is, like, saying, like, somebody's that skinny, it's like, oh, they're losing weight they're for doing, Well, I mean, or, when you have people... What's it, like, with Joaquin Phoenix and yeah. with Christian Bale... Yeah, uh, their roles ask McConaughey and Jared Leto, like... When they like, yeah, they they like method act to that extent. Yeah. Um. Like, it's not unlikely that you think, oh, Chadwick Boseman is losing weight to play a role. Something. Um. It's you don't. I mean, you don't. Thank God. Thank God. You don't automatically go to cancer. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, if you thought about that, like, if it's like I lost ten pounds, cancer. Like. Yeah. No, I just I've been walking a, a lot during quarantine. Like, no, you have cancer. Like. Yeah. No, like. But assume, it was a shock seeing yeah. that little video of his just cheeks sunken in. It was just like I think that was Whoa. close to the end when yeah. it was like you're not going to beat this at stage four. Yeah. Um, and I know colon cancer is one of the more tenacious ones. And it did take one of our fellow coworkers too, uh, Jeff. Was it? Was that colon cancer? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I know it was cancer. I just didn't know what oh. part of the body. It, yeah, it was his colon. It was God, the irony. I mean, it's like drinks like a fish, smokes cigarettes. But it's his butthole that got him. Because <laughs> he can't stop shitting. I'm, you always find he would have laughed at that. He would have. He would have laughed at that. He would have really laughed at that one. Um, I have to keep making but, those when I, when I, I, I say but things. But it's nice that you can take something that's so drab and dreary and put a little humor into well, it. Well, you know, 
there's a phrase, there's a, I don't have it in front of me, but it's, it's something like, I'm paraphrasing grossly here, where it's, the world doesn't cease to get more serious when someone dies than it does when it's, when it gets better when someone makes a joke. Like, yeah. Things happen, and it's just life. Life yep. is a simple. Uh, when I and I want to say constant, I mean like a static. Yep. Constant, like it doesn't stop being funny because someone dies, and it doesn't get better because you make a joke. I mean, it doesn't short term, I guess you could say. But you know what yeah. I mean, like. But it keeps going, and it's just. What happens? It's gray, and there is no black and white and sad and happy all the time. Um, and I'm glad that we know people that when we can, not. Necessarily joke about their deaths, but like can appreciate that they would laugh at the jokes. Have, have a, and, yeah, and like celebrate yep. like their sense of humor. Yep. Um, and then I just found this out this morning. This just happened. Uh, Mike Sexton. I mean, are we good with Black Panther? I mean, oh, I'm good. Oh, I was gonna say uh, if Marvel was smart, they're not you know answering my emails. Wasn't um, to reference something. If you're on the same track, I'm thinking after the other. Well, who's going to take over? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of doing that after the next uh, bummer, but... Yeah, that's a good call. But I don't want to <laughs> cycle back to Panther and then some... Yeah, I guess I can go Avengers. Yeah, okay. um, so the other bummer before we get to our fan theories. Um, Mike Sexton, who was a World Poker Tournament uh, champ and commentator, died uh, after prostate cancer um, at 72. So, I mean... Decent life. Yeah. Like Chadwick Boseman's 43. You're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not within spitting distance, but I'm within squinting distance of 43. So I'm going, oh my god. Like, but then you can also think through there are kids that die at like 10 of cancer. Well, yeah, like Vince. Ne- but not Vince. No, yeah, Vince Neal from um, Motley Crue. Like, his daughter got like stomach cancer and she was like seven or eight or some shit. Died of it. Um, yep. so that's, I mean, it's a natural thing of life. It does suck, but they sell small coffins. It sucks, but they sell small coffins. Um, not just for midgets. That's just anyway. You ever seen My Girl? I haven't seen My Girl, but that you saying that reminded me of the movie Balto when they're building the child-sized coffins because of that illness that's hitting them in Alaska. Well, the main character's dad runs a, a, a mortuary, and she says something about small coffins early on. Of course, foreshadowing Macaulay Culkin's death by bees. Bees! Um, that's how you have to say it from here on out in my head. Bees! Um, and it's like one of the most famous, like, you know, cinema deaths ever is Macaulay yeah. Culkin bee death. Bees! I'm going to stop doing that. Mike Saxton did not die of bees. Bees! Um, he died of prostate cancer. Prostate cancer! Yeah, that doesn't work. No, that no, doesn't no. work. I, nice try, but... Yeah, that, no, that makes you, just, make, just makes you feel sad. Um, he was kind of a constant when I got into, like, watching world, the World Poker Tournament or World Tournament Poker, whatever it is. Um, and it was just, like, one of those, like, Kind of blindsided where I like just saw the news and I was like, shit. Not another one. I mean, you know, he's not a household name, but like he was someone that like, well, you were there in the before times when I would yeah. put on poker at the day job yep. in the mornings, and it's like he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Vince Van something or other. The other guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mike was you know kind of like that like old guard of like the the beginnings of like World Tournament Poker. Yeah. Or, poker tournament, whatever. I think it is WPT. But anyway, um, and I think it was kind of like an elder statesman, like, you know, almost kind of a father figure. Yeah. Weird, you know, um, or knowledgeable uncle, because it is poker. Um, and just probably knew more about the, forgotten more about poker than I'll ever know. Yeah. So that that one kind of like hit a little close to home on a personal level. Like, it just sucks. Like, I'm not, I don't need to like get drunk and emotionally grieve over it. I just go... Here's a shot to you. Yeah, god damn it, 2020. Like, of all the people to take. Keith Richards must be sweating his fucking nuts off. The guitarist to the Rolling Stones, who's, like, infamously, like, immortal. Like, he survived 2016, the year of celebrity deaths. Yep. Um, The whole joke about, like, after nuclear war, there'll only be, like, two things. Cockroaches and Keith Richards. The fucker is, like... 
Immortal. And his, well, he's in, he's in his 80s, was drunk at the top of a palm tree, fell out, hit his head, and we're like, oh, God, like, he's gonna his die. bones are must be like paper. He got up, he's like, yeah, I got a concussion, I'm fine. And they treated him for a concussion, and that was it. Like, he was fine. He's fucking Keith Richards. Anyway. Um, so, fan theory on Black Panther, how they're going to go forward. Because obviously... They're not going to recast. That would be shitting the bed in one of the most epic ways. Yeah, and people then they'd piss, oh, no, they'd piss off a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. Like, fans would go, no. Like, yeah, you can't You can't just sub in Idris Elba. Like, sorry. Yeah. Um, though, I mean, I think he'd be a good Black Panther. That's not my head. But, like, you'd, A, you'd either have to pull a no-name to yeah. do it. Or you'd have to pull in someone where, like, the fans are like... Like, the guy who's going to play Blade with, like, the... I'm not going to pull up his name, but it's, it's very hard to pronounce. Um, but he's going to be the new Blade. Um, I didn't know they were making a new Blade. Yeah. Uh, and then he was, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you watched Luke Cage, but he was the, he was Cottonmouth uh, in the first season. Okay. He was kind of the, like, early on antagonist, and then there's a second antagonist again. Okay. Um, but his name's like Marshall Ali, some very long impronounceable like Muslim name that I'm not going to try to please I'm not going to try to mangle um, I want to hear what your thought is before I I think we're probably going to be on the same page here you know I didn't get a lot of thought to it after I saw it I was just like oh shit okay what's going to happen and I saw a lot of fan, fan theories that um, his sister uh, should be the next Black Panther. I think, and the, I want, I think the only one that's going to work is having the character Shuri take over. Yeah, and I agree. I yeah. think it would be the best way to do it. One, she's smart. Like She's it, been it, there fighting with him, too. Yes. Uh, she's, she's already a character royal family. we know. Yes, she's part of the royal family. Like Everything lines up both like on studio side and on like character side. Yeah. So you don't feel like you're dishonoring Chadwick Boseman's yeah. memory. You're not uh, discounting... like the mythology of um, Black Panther. So yeah, I'd like to see Shuri. I think a lot of the staff, like the cast are on board with that too. I think they're all... Kind of makes me wish I wouldn't have given that Shuri Funko pop to Deb. Ask for it back? Oof. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll no. trade tra- tra- Do you for, think they'll for... do something kind of like they did with Furious 7 where they kind of... For what? C- like what? Furious 7 where they CGI'd like Paul Walker. Do you think they'll do like no. a death scene or they'll just be like he died think, in a fight? I think they'll, yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll be that cut and dry. Um, well, I would hope not because that would just. I think suck. he's obviously gonna die like off screen. Um, I think they'll probably use. Um, Maybe went on a mission for something and then just something didn't. and then didn't come back and sh- sure he's gotta find him and then finds out he's dead and then yeah. that gives you the bad guy. Or maybe like, she okay. finds like the claw or, or something. Or the necklace that like turns into the suit. Yeah. Because she built that shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, I, It'll be interesting if they go that route. I think well, they use, better go that route. I, because I think they'll use probably unused footage from Black Panther 1. Okay, um, kind of like almost like their bloopers or deleted scene kind of stuff. Well, not or, bloopers. Well, not bloopers. But like the. It's <laughs> not like he's going to slip and fall on the banana peel and they're going to go like, that's what got him. <laughs> Um, well, like the you, gorilla guy put the banana peel there. That would actually kind of be funny. Um, no, I think they'll use like... Only because you're allergic to bananas. And it would actually kill me. Um, that's why I'm not Black Panther, to be perfectly honest. No, also, but I, I could see them using some like of their deleted scenes or like their unused footage Something to kind like, of... To, to kinda, I don't know if they'll go like full CGI they, like, the way they did with... Um, what's her name? Uh, Princess Leia in... Um, oh, yeah. Um... In both, uh, uh, not Last Jedi, but whatever the other one, uh, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. and uh, at the end of uh, Rogue One, which that was fucking weird, because yeah. I was like, right when she passed away. And the CGI didn't, it didn't look right. Like, there was something, like, her eyes were too close together, or, like, too far Isn't apart. Carrie... Fisher. Thank you. Fisher. Um, Dad was Eddie Fisher. Yeah. Husband was Eddie Fisher? Uh, anyway, because I know her daughters and stuff. So yeah. Her daughter was in Scream Queens. Her daughter was in the the, the new Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I don't I don't I don't like this whole like weird like posthumous. I think they'd be better thing. using some sort of um, you know like you said past or unused footage. And if they have to, maybe do a tiny little CGI of like something. If they're like, well, to lead into this, we need like this little snidbit of him. And and they just put him in like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that I could see them doing like a small amount, but 
they all I know is they'll kill the Marvel universe if they don't take Sherry as they'll at least kill Black Panther too. I mean, people are gonna be yeah because it's like there's no one else. Marvel's never made a misstep in casting, mm-hmm. in my Ever. opinion. Uh, Mar- uh, Marvel Maybe. Studios, the, Mar- the modern yeah. Marvel, not like not Captain America when the ear, the fake ears on the outside of his. Oh, we'll talk off air about it. It was it was rough, and the, the Red Skull was Italian. Like, fucker was a Nazi. Why is he Italian? <laughs> okay, I guess. Uh, okay, I can see. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Access of evil. Because that was, you know, Italy, Japan, and, and um, yeah, and Germany, famously. But we all agree that nobody would see that movie, or there'd be those few people that would be like, it, it, they would "Let's go it. see it." it. it they, there would be those few that would be like, "Let's just, I like Marvel, but let's go see it, see how it is." What, what I would do is I would go, "I'm going to see it, but I'm, and what I need is more cowbell, apparently." <laughs> um, what I would do is probably. I would see it, but I wouldn't see it like opening week. No, it'd be like I, I the would, later down the road. I wouldn't. But... I wouldn't give them like that opening box office draw. Now, if Sherry took over, yeah, hell yeah. Sure, oh yeah. I mean, I think that's what's gonna happen. Like, there's. Are we gonna like cyber bully them into making her like we did oh, with so. the the Sonic, I, the Hedgehog? I, I think that would make the most. I think Marvel's smart enough. I think yeah. Kevin Feige is smart enough. Um, not to go to, a different route. To not incense the fans. Um, there's, there's no way. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you might see. What was I reading? Oh, God damn it! I don't want to bring it up to camera. But I am. Ha- I will say this: I am happy that he was able to. Chadwick Boseman was able to finish the whole first Black Panther movie. And, and be in the Avengers. And, and yeah, and be in the Avengers. You know. Kind of like Paul Walker, he died in the middle of the shooting, but Chadwick Boseman was able to, to finish the movie. Complete the, the whole character's arc. Yeah. And because really, Black Panther like ended on like, I mean, it was, ended up on a bummer because um, the whole like Killmonger like you know throw my body at sea with like the the slaves that jumped off the boat because that's better like death is better than or freedom is or death <laughs> is pre- more preferred than slavery or whatever yeah. it says. Which apparently was Chadwick Boseman's like idea, like that, like that line, that like iconic Hellmonger line at the oh, end. Oh wow! That was Boseman. I'm going, fuck. Um, so I mean, Boseman wasn't just like, oh, I'm a guy in a Black Panther costume. Like, no, he was he a was, role like, he model. Was, he was well, and like he could speak racially to like, yeah. like what Killmonger was feeling with a man without a country and a man torn between, you know, Wakanda and America, which yeah. That was the whole, like, you know, the, the dichotomy between Killmonger and, and Black Panther. I'm not going to get into a whole thing about the movie, but, yeah. you know, but that, like, Black Panther was like, no, I'm Wakanda. Like, my loyalties are to Wakanda, and Killmonger's like, I'm Wakandan, but I was raised with American sensibilities and cultural. Yeah. Cult- culture, like, I'm a man without a country, effectively. And I'm a yeah. black man without a country. I'm a black man without my racial land. Yeah. Uh, racial land. Uh, um... Ancestral land is what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, for for Bozeman to be able to speak to that um, and add like like script notes, like, is amazing. Yeah. Um, the dearly missed, but never forgotten. Yep. Um, I don't know how to dig my way out of this hole, <laughs> so we're gonna go quickly on to uh, the Avengers. It might it's great, I mean, yeah. great segue. Um, Avengers on PlayStation Four uh, came out. Uh, I didn't get that. I'm not that deep into it, uh, as I was talking to Christina yeah. off air. Um, I'm having a blast uh, playing as Hulk, um, and and as Miss Marvel. Smash! Oh, dude, it is. <laughs> um, that was a really bad. I haven't. Like... Oh, I'm sure you clipped the mic. I guarantee you. Uh, weirdly enough, I, I haven't looked at the um, the voice cast, but I'm pretty sure because usually the Hulk in animation is voiced by Fred Tescatore. Hope I'm not fucking that up enough. Uh, extremely well-known voice artist. You'd know a lot of his roles um, if I brought yeah. him up. Uh, from Boulder, Colorado. No shit. No shit. Um, it sounded like you almost didn't want to say shit. I'm like, you can curse. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, I already you know can that. You fucking curse. <laughs> so um, it's been, you know, basically the premise of the of the the game is that there's like an Avengers Day celebration. Uh, this uh, the Terrigen the Mist bomb goes off. Um, destroying part of San Francisco and giving people powers and they're like hunted down by 
oh, Captain America dies. Which, yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, what? So I get, like, a Captain America skin as part of, like, my deluxe edition. So I'm like, does he come back? Is he, like, a secret Avenger? Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, like, I'm trying to figure out how he factors into it. But, like, like I said, I'm nine, literally 9% into the game. So <laughs> Just touch the surface of yeah, it. Yeah, just not even a dent. Uh, just a, 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 an apple butter whisper into the game. <laughs> Um, a reference no one will get. Uh, anyway, uh, and he plays like Miss Marvel five years later, and she's got like the Ambigan powers. I read Miss Marvel, so um, you know I'm very well aware that the it was the first like Muslim like main like okay. female Muslim female superhero, uh, and the 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 graphic novels or the the comics. Um, I'd love I'd, I'll loan them if you want. There's a lot They're that you're fan- supposed to have loaned. I know. But I know. <laughs> Um, but they're they're fantastic. I mean, just the characterization of her being like a fan, and then she finds out she has superpowers, and then she's like, "Wait, like this isn't all it's cracked up to be." And um, it's, there's a lot. There's a moment in the comics where it's like, "Don't meet your heroes," because she idolizes Captain Marvel, like Brie Larson from the yeah. Avengers, Captain Marvel, and then she finds out that Captain Marvel's kind of on kind of the wrong side of history for a few things. Um, but anyway. Uh, but he plays as Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Thank you. One, it's Kamala Harris. And two, it's Kamala Khan. Is Miss Marvel. Jesus, fuck. Wow, you've really butchered that Oh, man, one. I just, I just crossed fucking <laughs> CNN and the Avengers. When did that ever happen? Yeah, uh, right now. Fucking went to nerd vomit, folks. Um, but five years later, and you get this, like, you end up, Getting this like footage of this guy supposedly, allegedly killing Captain America because I don't know if Captain America was back. Could you make that um, any higher? Uh, there are dogs in Wyoming <laughs> that are pissed at me right now. So anyway, uh, and he, the the guy who whose uh, name I can't remember the character's real name. It's like George Carlton, okay. Carl Georgeton, <laughs> something like that. Something. The world. My, the comic book nerd in me knows him as Modok. M-O-D-O-K. Mental organism designed only for killing. Which he has started to Say like... Say that mute. five times fast. No. Well, Modok, <laughs> Modok, 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 Modok. No, not Modok. No, the okay. full name. I'm not going to do the other one. Um, so anyway. Uh, I've already lost my train of thought. Oh, yes. So five years later, uh, this guy has turned, kind of turned into Modok. He has replaced the Avengers with what's called an AIM which is advanced idea mechanics, which is, they're basically like, you don't need superheroes, you need science. But of course, they're all about, like, world domination, because it's supervillain bullshit. Uh, it's MODOK, for fuck's sake. It's AIM. I'm trying to think if AIM has been in anything else. Yes. AIM was in Iron Man 3? Was it? Yeah. Hold on. I'm I'm going to look that up on. Yeah, I love your face because I think that. I think that was the company that um, what's his name? Guy Pierce. Uh, start. You don't remember Iron Man three really I well, do you? Don't. Um, well, the bad guy. Okay. Um. Well, one of two bad guys. Because he um, was it aim? Is that what he started? Hold on, folks. Sorry. 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 Uh, blah blah blah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. advanced idea mechanics. Yep, totally. Eldritch Killian. Uh, I will do a whole another round, please. Okay. Yeah, I'll have one more. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I accidentally shot beer at my nose, but um Noob. So and I closed my computer when I shouldn't have. But yes, AIM is the So AIM's been in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But it's basically evil science. They're, you know. Yeah. So like I said, I'm not that that far in, but I'm really looking forward to like unlocking Black Widow and the Black Widow uh, would be fun. It's all like stealth, and I Ooh. and I love stealth. Um, the two DLCs are we talking across platforms um, is going to be Hawkeye, Ooh. and then there's a Sony PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> stop! 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 Thank you. Just finish I know, it. There's I know, not much left. I, I, I know that liver is evil and must be punished, but let's. Um, enough about my liver. Uh, and then, then PlayStation is a, there's a Spider-Man exclusive that's coming out next year. They released it. Xbox people are pissed. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Because there's no like, oh, this is gonna be an there's gonna be an Xbox exclusive character. Like they're like, nope. Not the PlayStation. It's Sony, and Sony 
has Spider-Man right now. So go Sony. Well, and they're coming out like the you know PlayStation Five is going to have the Miles Morales you know uh, kind of like half game because um, okay. it's not like a full length game, yeah. but it's more than a DLC. Like a little, got, yeah, you were telling me that. It's yeah, like less it's, than a game, but it's more than a DLC. It's like in that middle ground. Yeah, like. it's it can be likened to the Uncharted Lost Legacy, I think is the name of it. Okay. Which, you know, was a quick, I think like six to eight hour, depending on how much you want to explore. Yeah. Um, or like but, me trying to go get all the trophies in Birth by Sleeping Kingdom Hearts. And I literally spent two hours. Did we talk about me shooting a turkey with a flare gun? Off air. I mean, we did. Air, off air. But... I spent literally, I think, two hours last night just trying to unlock this one, like, skill that I need in Kingdom Hearts. I know, totally different tangent, but going off hours. And it's, like, it's the ice cream shooting where you have to, like, match the beat and you have to get so many points. And I can't... Which... What, what one is this? Birth by Sleep. Oh, it's, it's a mini game ones. within yeah, them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it unlocks, like, one of those supercharged, like, moves that you can do that you unlock by using enough magic skills and everything. For sure. That turn... You get more... I didn't mean to sound so dismissive, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So it's, it's like the last command move that I need to unlock, and I have to get like a fantastic on Dessert Paradise song with the matching the beats, and I can get to like 2,200 points, and I need 25. And I'm like, so I spent like two hours, and I was like, forget this. Like, I'm going to go do some other mission for now and come back to it. That is exactly... Hold on, I want to wrap up on Avengers, because that gives me a great segue. Um... It is being built up to kind of be like a Destiny type game where like you do have like weekly, ch- like not like just bounties, but like they're gonna be like weekly challenges and like multiplayer on like, yeah, and you can you do. You were like, talking about this about all like, Yeah, and you can do like Matchmaker where you just get teamed up with like three other motherfuckers and you can just run missions. What What are we doing? What's What, what are you pointing at? Don't worry about it. Do you need me to be quiet? No. Oh, good. So speaking of getting frustrated with stuff. Oh. Thank you. Oh, at a point. Yeah. That could have stayed there. Like, didn't matter. I thought you were going to cheer, so I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm No, good. I was trying to be nice and, like, just while you were doing your segue, just go throw it out and then, like, sneak back. But apparently it didn't work that well. Speaking of being frustrated by stuff, and I've got a... There's a, there's, there's a preface here. Uh, real quick, I, I hate to do this uh, on air, but, like, I, I love to do this on air as well. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, Mike Sexton. Uh, there, I think there were a couple other people like we, we lost that I just didn't. They got lost in the shuffle, uh, as well as uh, the Mortal Coil and yeah. to them. To them. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> that was all the James. Anyway. Um. Getting for through the video game, I'll tell you, I finally got the last DLC for Control, and I love that game. It's I think the it's last, great. last DLC. It's the there's last, no there's, more. Yeah, there's only two, but they're okay. like full like levels of collectibles and all that shit. Gotcha. Um, that I'm aware of, but yeah, I think it's only two. Um, and I I, I miss the world of Control. I think it's a, a fantastic game. Uh, I had a friend who we were trying to figure out how to describe it, and it was basically like, so you have like it's like a semi-open like it's like levels but like you can explore everywhere yeah so it's not like outright open world remind me about um Ghost of Tushima there's something you're, you're gonna okay. fucking hate in that game if you get it oh no oh yeah if you're talking about like button shit remind me in a second okay so basically uh if you're a video game nerd control is basically if like you Uncharted and Jean Grey from the X-Men had a baby. I think you were telling me about that. And they let it, like, they let it watch, like, horror movies. Because everything's, like, dark and atmospheric, but, like, you have, like, psychic powers, but, like, nothing makes any fucking sense. Yeah. And everything's, like, really obtuse. Um, it's a, and it's a great game. I barely use the gun. Like, I use the gun and, like, run out of ammo and it refills on its own. And it's, like, low ammo. I'm, like, hold on, I'll just rip a chunk out of the wall and hit that dude in the head with it. <laughs> like, it's so fun. Nice. Um, the new DLC, which is called AWE, or Altered World Event, or AWE, uh, is frustrating for a few reasons. One, uh, there's just, there's, it's like two wings of like one, like division, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Like floor of this building. It's a large floor. It's a, it's a good sized map. 
But there's one side of it where I just can't catch the rhythm of the bad guys. And it's really frustrating, so I've literally stopped playing it, because I'm like, fuck Oof. this game. Like, not like, I'm, I want to know how it all ends. Yeah. So, but it's also frustrating because, okay, so not just, and I can't change the difficulty. Like, it's like, it is what it is, what it is, yeah. what it is. So, it, it's just frustrating, because the, 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 the enemies they give you, it's like, you have to prioritize them, and like, one of them is like, this like, healing rift. Like, you have to kill that first, because otherwise you can't It'll kill anything everything. else. Because they're healing constantly. And then there's like this like weird like smoke monster that just like is like just a barely like just a barely like shimmering thing, thing. until it like like literally drops it on like one hit point type of thing. So like if I don't see it coming, I'm like, oh fuck and then it's like, oh well there's a sniper over there. Bang and I'm like, well this <laughs> blows goats. Um so I, I kinda taken a break from uh Control. The, yeah, from control from the AWE. Uh, DLC just to play Avengers as well as it's a little frustrating because there's a lot of it like that's based on a previous game called Alan Wake from the same studio Remedy yeah which apparently was a critical darling it was like this weird semi-open world like run from shadows using a flashlight and like lampposts like really surreal crazy no thank you uh it's one of those like I'm interested is it that in that one that was no that's the other game where it gave you the forewarning that if you have any mental disorders, you shouldn't play it because you were in the forest. No, that was, yeah, that was uh, the, what was it called? Sinoa's whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I never got through it because it's like, it's got permadeath. I'm like, fuck that game. Permadeath? Like, you just die and you're dead. Yeah. And you start all over. It doesn't matter how far you get. Like, yeah, every time you actually die in it, like, the poison, like, mental or physical poison, like, takes over your body and, like, no, you thanks. die more than... I think like five times, like you have to start the game over. It's permadeath. Ooh. Um, it, it can add like an interesting wrinkle into you know certain games. Uh, they just introduced the uh, permadeath option in um, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. They also released an update where you can put it on the grounded. It's called grounded mode, which is the hardest mode, and you don't have any like enemy radar. Like you can't highlight enemies through walls or see them coming. Oh, no, play it. You're out of your fucking mind. That game was hard enough to get through on normal. See, and I'm trying to get all the trophies for birth by sleep, and I think of restarting it on critical mode, and I'm like, Ugh. I assume critical means hardest yeah. mode? Okay. There's, like, beginner, then there's, like, normal, and then there's, I always like, play normal. critical, or there's, like, the pro, or whatever. Especially if it's a newer game, like, I'll just play normal, because I don't know what to expect. And right now, like, Avengers has been, like, pretty easy. I think I've died, yeah. I've died once and it was because like I was having literally so much fun playing the Hulk yeah. I wasn't paying attention to how low my life was because I'm like yeah. I'm just going to smack shit I'm like oh there's a guy that's like shooting me over and over and over because I'm like not even paying attention I'm like I just love like punching things yeah. um, well, so, so, but it, it, it's a little you know frustrating like uh, with, with this Alan Wake all the Alan Wake references because I'm like they're like oh did you meet you met Hartman I'm like I don't know who Hartman is I don't understand why his like shadow monster form doesn't like the hiss like yeah. and that's part of that like and the hiss is like the, the like bad possession thing in control I'm like yeah I'm like I don't under, I, I don't understand the whole like Alan Wake shit which is kind of fun because like you know that ignorance like when I find like collectibles and I go oh like there's like redacted forms I'm going oh, I really don't know what this means like kind of cool like I get to like solve yeah. a mystery but if you play the Alan Wake games you're like oh yeah I know everything I'm like yeah. well so for me I'm going I don't know who Hartman is. I mean, it's kind of cool. He's like a shadow creature now, I guess. Yeah. But he was a psychiatrist on an island that does or does not exist and where a meteor hit and writers can make, like, their writing come yeah. true or something. But with, like, you know, flashlights yeah. or the weapon. It's a bizarre fucking set of games. Um, I'll come back to it just because I want to know how it all ends. Yeah. Um... You get to decide where we're going next. Actually, oh, geez. no, I want to get to one thing and then you can decide. Okay. Actually, what's the date then? Seventh? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into this. Sure. You really want to go down that? Um, we'll, we'll go a little briefly on oh, Bliss a Kiss, which is the eleventh out of twelfth book. That I is found that out. book that you were reading. Mm-hmm. Richard Cadry's the Bliss a Kiss. The one that guy Ron like stopped you from reading because he interrupted you. Who? The guy. Rod. Rod. Not Oof, Rod. We don't, Rod. About, we don't talk about him. I'll get into that on damn later. Don't, don't you worry, <laughs> folks. Uh, no, so Blissic Kiss by Richard Cadry, which is the 11th, and I found out of 12 books. Like, 
You have one more book to go. It's not out yet. But you have one more book. Well, when I looked at the, the dusk jacket, um, it says in the penu- penultimate chapter of like the Sandman Slim series, I'm like, oh shit, that means there's one more book. Um, have you read all of them up till this book? Yes. I've read all 11 out of 12. All right. I don't know what 12 is called. I don't know blah, blah, blah. But the second I thought that was Rod. I was like, you fucking summoned him like a <laughs> demon or Beetlejuice. What are, Beetlejuice, you doing? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. what are you doing to me? Um, anyway. Is it one of those say his name three times and he magically appears? God, I hope not. <laughs> so, um, this is obviously a book series that's close to my heart. Uh, it was one of those, it was recommended to me from uh, No Applause, Just the Clap co-host Deb. Uh, because it's urban fantasy, which I was not aware of, was a genre. I didn't know there was such a thing as urban fantasy. It, there is. I've written a novel in it. Um, which is why she went, if you wrote this... You will like this. Then you will like this. And I'm not going to get into like a compare-contrast with me and Kadri. Um, I will say that Kadri's books are more fantasy than urban. Okay. And mine are more urban than fantasy. Okay. He's got characters who so can, like, summon... So if you merge yours together and they made a baby, they'd make an urban fantasy book. It would... More so urban I fantasy. would say if you... Yeah, if you... If you decanted the, the the Harry Dresden novels and kind of went, yeah, they're basically kind of the same elements of, like, you know, hard-boiled detective, gun-toting, hard-smoking, hard-drinking. Yeah. But there's, like, angels and demons and the devil and, like, heaven and hell and zombies and whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you have, like, the Harry Dresden stuff. On one side, like... Kadri's character can, or uh, Sandman Slim, uh, James Stark, uh, like can like summon fireballs. Um, okay. He does like he does like hellion hoodoo. He calls it, but like magic. And you know, whereas like my character is Dante Kindness. Um, it's a great fucking name. Fuck yeah. off. Um, is more um, what's called like coincidental magic. Um, yeah. And more of a con man than a magician. Like, he has abilities, but his greatest ability is that he, like, knows things. Okay. Not that he can do things, that he knows things. things. So he can, he can look at someone or something and, like, see the history of it. Okay. Um, that's, like, his greatest magical talent, but, like, he doesn't really, like, summon things. Um, I'm not going to spoil the end of my... Well, Don't do that. I mean, the I've heard end it, of this it's, book. It's, it's been out. Oh, your book. I thought you were talking about... Well, my book's been out for decades, you know, a while, not decades, Decades. but a while, and no one's read it, so I'm not worried about it, but, like, the fact that he writes a love letter that's, like, a binding spell, like, that's, it's more, like, grounded, as opposed to, like, and there are, like, angels and demons in the Oracle of the Delphi, like, there are, like, magical elements, but it's more urban, it's more grounded. Okay. uh, Than it is, like, fantasy, which Kadri's Sam and Slim, I think, is more fantasy, in my opinion. It's not like Harry fucking Potter, but... Um, oh, Harry Potter. But I will say, um, are we doing on time? We're doing great. We're good. Um, Kiss loved it. Uh, at the end of the tenth book, it was kind of the character getting back to like square one, where like he regained the key to the room of uh, thirteen doors, so he could like travel through shadows again. Like, oh, okay. and it was him like getting free of like people trying to control him, like these weird secret societies yeah. and stuff. Um, it was him like, kind of getting back to like what the character was and of course I find out it's because he has to have a huge reset because there's one more book left so they had to reset him to like yeah. go like okay well to get a satisfactory ending you can't be like so far gone and like you know way out there that like yeah. they can't bring him back in one book that's true in, in terms of journey so um, I was thrilled at the end of I think it's called the Kill Society was the 10th book. Yeah. Um, that they kind of was like, I was like, oh, okay, kind of a return to form with the main character, and then Blessed Kiss kind of pushes that, like, there's one last ominous thing that happens at the end of the book where it's like one character who he kills goes, I've done something awful, and then dies. Oh, and you're like, what, happened? what did they do? Like, and um, there was a death. So that's going to have to wait until the next du- book. Yep, which is probably going to be about. Probably two years, because the way Kadri writes is he does 
one Sandman Slim book, which I can't re I, I can't recommend the series enough. And then he does one. Oh fuck! I can't remember the name of the the other. He doesn't. He started another book series. It's got two. Okay. And I'm trying to remember the name of the. So he'll like one book for one book series, one book for the next book series, one book for the next. So book. it's gonna be probably like two years. And I'm trying to think of the other book series because it's really good. It's like supernatural, like supernatural detective doesn't like it doesn't. It's just like weird shit Pinkertons. Okay. Pinkertons being detectives. Yeah. Um, for I am old and remember what Pinkertons are. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Coop, uh, Coop, the Coop Heist series is what it's gotcha. called. Gotcha. Uh, C O O P like a chicken coop, and then heist like a know, heist. The yeah. fucking still thing. Yeah. Uh, the Coop Heist series, which uh, is got like I think it's called the Everything Box is the first book, and then the Wrong Dead Guy is the second book, which is great. Okay. Um, so I'm happy that, like there might be more like coop heist books coming out, but I'm sad that like after eleven and now twelve books, like the Sandman Slim series is done. Done. It's like unless he magically decides to continue it on. <sighs> and once again, never meet your fucking heroes because we actually did a panel with Richard Cadry. He's not what we expected. Was I there for that one? No. I didn't think so. I think that might have been the year before you. Okay. Because um, I came in when uh, Deb and Dante I were like, Bascos was the first one that I did. Deb and I were super excited to see Richard Cadry, and then some of the stuff he said was not similarly aligned ethically and morally with us. Yeah. I don't want to say politically. It's not like he was like, like, white yeah. people are obsolete farm equipment, and like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, he didn't say anything terrible, but I was like, I get the sense that, like you and I would not have gotten along if we'd had a few drinks. Um, and I, I'm like a foot taller than that fucker. Like he's not like a midget. But he's shorter than but, you. Like, well, like you look at his like author pictures. That's like him, like arms crossed, carved in like fucking weird like occult tattoos and shit. I'm like, this guy's gonna be like seven feet fucking tall. This guy yeah. is fuck. Like like my friend Charles from Sir from Shock. Google that. You'll know what I mean. You're like that. He, he's gonna be like Charles. And I go, oh no, you're like, short. Not at all. Like, like short. Like, I mean, not like I'm not a foot taller than him. That's yeah, a gross exaggeration. But you're like taller. But than I, him. when he came out, I was like, you're not. Oh, you're not like you're not seven feet tall, dude. You're like, <laughs> you're like five six. Like I'm taller than you. Like what the fuck? Um, and he just seemed. You know what? It wasn't there was like political or anything like. That. He just seemed curmudgeonly. Which okay. you'd think I'd get along with. Yeah. But, like, he was just like, look, man, I've lived a hard life, and I'm writing about it, and, like, that's it. Like, he was just like, you ever had a gun pointed at your face? And I'm like, no. And he goes, well, I have. And you're like, okay. Why are we arguing about this all of a sudden? No one's, ar like, not. Wow. I'm, I'm, this is no, an exaggeration. But, like, but that's what he was like. He was like, like I lived through some shit. And you're like, well, so have I. But, like, you have a gun in your face? No. Well, I've been mugged. Okay. Like, that sucks. Everyone goes through shit. It's different shit, but everyone goes through shit. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a very weird, like, urban set of yeah. urban fantasy pissing match. And I was like, okay, Kadri, get your dick off my table. Um, let's, uh, we're going to hold off on and give you some time. You'll have two weeks. Okay. To at least start this bullshit. No, you won't. You'll have it until next week. Yeah. Uh, to at least start Lucifer... At least start Lucifer. Okay. Um, or The Boys. I've seen the first episode of The Boys, okay? So, like... Well, here's the thing. That, and I just... I want, to, I want to be frustrated and angry about this for, like, a hot second. Okay. So, last year, they released The Boys on Amazon Prime. Eight episodes. It was glorious. There's a little Lantman guy jumping into a lady's vagina. Fan-bloody-tastic. Love it. There's them... Oh, I, sh I shouldn't spoil some it's stuff. It's fine. Well, you can probably tell by the trailer they blow up the invisible guy. Little Fittison, the invisible cunt. Um, in the first episode, which or not first episode, but first season, which is kind yeah. of a kind of a inciting inciting incident. Yeah. Um, they released the first three episodes of season two, and then are doing it weekly. Oh. What the fuck? Amazon. Jeff Bezos, do you really have to make the money back 
from your fucking divorce that bad that you're fucking me in the ass over <laughs> the boys? Because I'm not going to say the boys are fucking me in the ass because I'm not saying that out loud. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Can't call this one Stormproof Fest. So, what the fuck? Like, you can't... You can't put out three episodes and then go, and then we're doing weekly. Like, this is a binge culture, motherfuckers. Half of us aren't fucking working anymore. Yeah. Like, what else are we going to do? We're going to watch Carl Urban kill super people and have fucking Randy Quaid's nephew, because I can't remember his dad's name, uh, be calcerant about it. So anyway, I don't think I said that word right, and I don't think I used it correctly either. Eh. Deal with it, grammar nerds. Um, lastly, the YouTube videos. We're gonna we'll, we'll slam through this fairly quick. That I want to save it till next time. Yeah, we'll save it till next time. You can watch Rich Hubert Square. Okay, we'll <gasps> give three to talk about next time. Magnificent! You've got a hat. I've got a hat. Oh, and a bow tie. <laughs>